It is Thursday one more time again. God's grace is sufficient. It's sufficient and we are yet alive to say happy Thursday. And I'm going to say if it's Thursday. It's your girl, Dr. P on the pod. Dr. P on the pod, yeah. I'm excited that you've joined me uh, today and we have, we have, you know, I'm excited about my guest today. Um, I'm just excited, but, but you know, I'm always excited, right? You know, I try to live my life every day, even when my knees are hurting and my back is hurting and my side is hurting. And even if I have a headache, I try to live every day with some joy. Yeah. Sometimes I have to bring it up deep. Bring up some joy, 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 joy. And I'm always excited about my joy and I'm going to spread some to you. So if you're feeling a little sideways, feeling a little crazy, feeling a little, you know, discombobulated, honey, just hold on, hold on and catch some of my joy because joy takes care of everything, everything. Joy is just another word for God. Ah. It just takes care of everything, everything. I know that you have been to our website, and if you haven't, you need to go to our website, uh, bombingilead.org, and make sure that you are getting all of our resources. Make sure that you get our Sunday morning health coin that comes out every week, that you are will be there with us at one of our roadmap stops. We're getting ready to get on the road. Getting ready to get on the road and you don't want to miss us. I'm going to be there looking for you, looking for you. And um, you may make sure you have, you are there at it all, any, any and all the stops you can make. So please go to the website because uh, we're excited. You know, um, Charlotte, Atlanta, Charleston, South Carolina, Birmingham, uh, Richmond, Virginia, we are coming to you, and I want to see you there. And then, of course, we're getting ready for the finale of the year, Healthy Churches 2030, and this is our 10th year. Wow, time is going by so fast. It's our 10th year, November 13th through the 16th. It's going to be virtual again because we want to reach as many people as we possibly can. That's why I'm coming to our five-city tour where I can touch you and hug you and bring public health and faith together in live in person because we're going to do that this summer and then we're going to go virtual for the end of the year at the 10th Annual Healthy Churches. So keep your faith up because those of us who are chosen to be servant leaders, we have to keep the joy flowing uh, and and keep the keep the faith flowing. So that's what we got to do. That's what I'm all about in this moment, because indeed there is a bomb in Gilead. Yes, indeed. It's Thursday, family. It's Thursday. And therefore, it's Dr. P, your girl on the pod.
This week, I'm joined by Valerie Graham, a patient education liaison from Anilum Pharmaceuticals to discuss HATTR amyloidosis, a rare genetic condition that disproportionately affects those of African descent, including aha, Afro-Caribbeans, Brazilians, Ghanaians, Guineans, Ivorians, Nigerians, and others. Because HATTR amyloidosis is hereditary, we'll talk about the importance of discussing health history within families and the role genetic testing can play in helping to determine someone's risk for developing the disease. We've also, we're also joined by CC, who is living with HATTR amyloidosis to learn more about her experience with this condition. Valerie, 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 you're here today to talk about HATTR amyloidosis. So can you talk more about your role as an alum patient education liaison and what people should know about this disease? Thanks for having me, Dr. P. I am so excited to be here with you today. Elnylum Patient Education Liaisons, or PELS for short, provide disease education to patients, their families, and caregivers. PELS are employees of Elnylum Pharmaceuticals and do not act as healthcare providers and should not be considered you know, part of a healthcare team. PELS do not provide medical care or advice and all diagnoses and treatment decisions should be made by patients and their doctors. It is so rewarding to be able to use my knowledge and experience to support a patient and their family through education, helping them better understand their genetic condition. One such condition is HATTR amyloidosis, which is an inherited disease caused by a gene variant, also known as a change in the transthyretin or TTR gene. The inherited gene variant causes the TTR protein to take on an abnormal shape and misfold. And this change in shape causes the protein to build up as amyloid deposits throughout the body, including the nerves, heart, and digestive system. This buildup causes symptoms of the disease. Symptoms of HATTR amyloidosis may include carpal tunnel syndrome, numbness and tingling in the hands or feet, weakness, shortness of breath, diarrhea, dizziness, or unintentional weight loss. However, this is not a complete list of symptoms. An important to note, symptoms can vary widely among people with this condition, even within families. Also, different symptoms may appear at different times for each person. Symptoms can worsen over time, which is why early diagnoses and management are important. Part of the Bomb and Gilead's mission Valerie, is to deliver programs and services that contribute to the elimination of health disparities among people of the Black diaspora. 
With this in mind, can you please talk about why education about HATTR amyloidosis is so important for Black communities specifically? Of course. Although many factors can lead to health disparities, genetics and family history play an important role in determining someone's risk for certain diseases. Certain diseases occur at a higher frequency in the African-Americans than in other populations, including sickle cell anemia, lupus, and the condition we're discussing today, HATTR amyloidosis. One of the three most common genetic variants that can cause HATTR amyloidosis in the United States is the V122I gene variant. And this specific variant is more common in people of African descent. In fact, an estimated 1 in 25 African Americans carry this variant. Family history is also considered one of the most important risk factors for health problems. Therefore, it's very important to uncover if there is a history of genetic disease in the family as early as possible so that that family member can take action to understand their potential risk. Through this conversation, we hope to educate listeners about HATTR amyloidosis, inspire discussions about health within families, and encourage anyone who thinks they may be at risk for HATTR amyloidosis to speak with their doctor. So, Cece, thanks for joining us to share your experience living with HATTR amyloidosis. And can you explain some of the symptoms you personally experienced leading up to your diagnosis? How did these symptoms change over time? My symptoms began at 55 years old. When I started experiencing burning pain in both hands and was diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome, you know, the muscles in my hands became so weak, it was difficult to cut vegetables or write. At the time, I was taking art classes and my family and I assumed the pain in my hands had to do with that. I stopped creating art. However, my symptoms continued to worsen. I started experiencing shortness of breath, and my doctor initially diagnosed me with pneumonia due to lung congestion, but I didn't get better after taking medication as prescribed. I was then told it might be asthma, and though an inhaler and exercise helped somewhat, I was still experiencing shortness of breath. A year after my symptoms first began, I started feeling burning and tingling pain in my toes, especially at night. I saw a rheumatologist who suspected gout, but my symptoms weren't not consistent with gout, and my blood tests came back normal. Then I experienced swelling from my ankles up to my knees. You know, I was frightened and frustrated. My symptoms just kept piling up and getting worse over time, I knew that we must be missing something. And years and years of experiencing these unexplained symptoms, what ultimately led you to your diagnosis, Cece? Yes. 
Then three years after my symptoms first started, I was diagnosed with heart failure. This time I was prescribed heart failure medications and told to come back in three months. But I was determined to find out why I had heart failure and all of these other symptoms. My friend, a nurse practitioner, referred me to a cardiologist who was still unsure about the cause of my heart failure after finding that my coronary arteries were healthy. Finally, I had a heart biopsy and the results led my doctors to suspect amyloidosis. My doctor then ordered a genetic test and I tested positive for the V122I variant which as Valerie mentioned, is believed to have about a 4% prevalence among African-Americans. So after your diagnosis was confirmed, what did you learn about HATTR amyloidosis? Oh boy. I learned that I inherited a genetic variant in the TTR gene from both my mother and my father. Mm. I also learned both of my children had inherited the variant. You know, it was devastating to think that my children might also develop symptoms of the disease. That is some story, Val. Cece, that is some story. Valerie, Valerie, can you talk about how HATTR amyloidosis is inherited? Well, HATTR amyloidosis is an autosomal dominant condition meaning each child of one parent with HATTR amyloidosis has a 50% chance of inheriting the genetic variant that causes a condition. In the case of Cece and her family, because Cece inherited the TTR gene variant from both of her parents, Cece's children had a 100% chance of inheriting the variant. While a family member may inherit the TTR gene variant, having the variant does not necessarily mean they will develop HATTR amyloidosis. And if a doctor thinks someone may be at risk for HATTR amyloidosis, they may recommend working with a genetic counselor. What is a genetic counselor? And why would a doctor recommend you work with one? Well, genetic counselors are trained healthcare professionals who can provide more information about the condition, the chances of inheriting it, whether genetic testing is recommended, how testing works, and what may happen after a diagnosis. A genetic test will determine whether a person carries one of the more than 120 variants in the TTR gene associated with HATTR amyloidosis, including the V122I variant. Once a gene variant is identified, family members can use this information to help determine their own risk. Valerie, why is it important for family to talk about their health history? Well, having conversations about family health history is important because it can help generate awareness about there being a genetic condition in the family. With this awareness, family members can work with a genetic counselor to determine their own risk for developing the disease. As we heard from Cece's own experience, 
People can spend years searching for answers. Knowing there is a genetic disease in the family can allow people to receive a diagnosis earlier because they can share this family history with their doctors. Some inherited conditions that are passed down through generations can be undetectable for some time, then progress quickly. So it's important to start these conversations sooner rather than later. And having conversations about health can be overwhelming. For any listeners looking to have a conversation with their loved ones about their family health history, combining it with an activity like cooking, spending time outside, or crafting keepsakes can help to ease into that conversation and create positive family dynamics. Cece, how have you approached conversations about HATTR amyloidosis with your family? You know, I'm constantly sharing information about HATTR amyloidosis with my family members. You know, I have regular conversations with my children about their health and know that they have informed their doctors about our family health history. You know, these conversations aren't easy. But I take comfort in knowing my loved ones are equipped with important information to share with their doctors. You know, I think because more treatment options are available to help manage HAT, TRM lordosis, my family is more open to talking about the disease. You know, my hope is that by continuing to bring up health history in our family conversations, current and future generations won't have to live in the dark about their health for so long the way I did. Thank you so much, Cece, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Do you have any advice for our listeners who may suspect HATTR amyloidosis and those who would like to discuss genetic testing with their families? Right. You know, you have to be an advocate, not only for your own health, but for the health of your family members. With inherited diseases, it is crucial that you have open discussion with your family so they're well informed to speak with their doctors about genetic counseling and testing. So for me, resiliency, compassion, creativity, and tenacity are all part of the equation for navigating HAT amyloidosis. And I think they can be yours as well. So trust yourself, be brave, be tenacious, and above all, never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Valerie, Valerie, thank you. Thank you also for joining us today. And my last question for you is, because we're always out of time, where can people go to learn more about HATTR amyloidosis? Well, for more information and resources on HATTR amyloidosis, uh, they can visit HATTRbridge.com. That's H-A-T-T-R-B-R-I-D-G-E.com. To connect with an L. Nylum patient education liaison, visit HATTRPEL.com or H-A-T-T-R-P-E-L dot com. 
Well, thank you both so much. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Family, the good thing is that you can listen to this podcast over and over and over again. You could send it far and near. I know you know someone who can really use this information. So listen to it over and over and send it far and near. Again, thank you to Anilam. We just love Anilam. They're one of our sponsors. They've been one of our sponsors for Healthy Churches Conference for uh, many a year, and I know they'll be with us in November, as you will be. Family, as always, I got to go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Guess what? Thursday is coming, and when Thursday rolls around, I'll be right here, right here, because If it's Thursday, it's your girl, Dr. P, on the pod. Peace.